Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on its glorious, glorious Tuesday. And yes, I am still saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. And yes, I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? God is great and he is greatly to be praised today and every day of the year. Yes. And so I was like, let me get on here because... First of all, my podcast, I have not done an episode on my podcast in a while because y'all, I'm telling y'all, we are in some intense spiritual warfare and why people is sobbing and depressed because they're not married. And I'm saying that because I have a, uh, generally it's a singles like relationship type podcast, but why people sobbing and all boo-hoo, woe is me, not woe is me because I'm joyfully single, but like, because they're not married. I'm sitting up here like, hey, Satan trying to destroy your whole life and your children's life and your family life. And you crying out to God night and day for a husband when you need to be working on yourself and trying to get yourself saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. Trying to get close to God is what all of our mission needs to be at this present moment. And so that's why God is really dealing with me to really um just get his word out to the people. Because I'm telling you, I know y'all see all this wickedness that's in the world and Satan is doing his job of killing, stealing, and destroying. And so God, I'm on here trying to tell you and telling you literally that God is offering abundant life. And so these messages just have been um, not just focused on singles, but A, we all need to be ready for the second return of Jesus Christ. And you need to be ready if it's your time to die. Okay, so anyway, but this this episode on today, y'all, is going to be hopefully encouraging and, and, and hopefully a confirmation for some of you. But as I begin to just really think about and study on our Sunday school lesson we had last Sunday, I was like, you know what? I have to do a podcast episode or video on this and just emphasize this. Okay, and so the message title on today is The Improbable Warrior. The improbable warrior. Okay, and we're going to be talking about Gideon. Improbable means not likely to happen. And so y'all, some of y'all on today, I got to encourage y'all. I got to encourage y'all. And let me just give y'all a little background history. Now, Israel, of course, you know, they had went against God again. And in the Bible, in the Bible, okay, in Judges 6, okay, Israel had went against the Lord again. And so anyway, God turned them into the hands um, of uh, the Midianites, okay, <laughs> right? And so these people, like, was taking their stuff, like, taking their stuff, whatever they had, taking their stuff, all right? And so Israelites or the Israel people, they got tired. They got tired of them doing this. And so finally, they had cried out to God for deliverance, okay? They cried out to God once again for deliverance okay cried out to god for deliverance and so then god sends a prophet to them to tell them you know about their ways and like hey this stuff is happening to y'all because y'all didn't obey the voice of god because god had brought y'all out of egypt you know he delivered you out of the hand of the egyptians and out of the hand of all that oppressed you and he gave you their land and he said and i said unto you i am the lord your god Fear not the gods and the Amorites in whose land ye dwell, but ye have not obeyed my voice. So that's that's what happened. Look, God had given him all of this, the land, all of this goodness, 
but they decided not to obey God's voice. So God turned them into the hands of their enemies. Okay. And so anyway, so Gideon, you know, just mind his own business. Okay. Whatever. Um, hiding, hiding the stuff from the Midianites that's trying to, you know, come and say he threshed wheat by the wine press. And so Gideon was working. He was working. I need y'all to pay attention to this. Gideon was working. Um, okay. Working. For the Israelites, you know, trying to help the Israelites, and he hiding his stuff from the uh, from the Midianites because, of course, like I told y'all, they was trying to steal their stuff. Well, they was stealing their stuff and taking their stuff. Okay, so now in the process, we up to the process where the angel is gonna appear unto Gideon, and that's in Judges six and twelve. The the angel appeared unto him and said, "The Lord is with thee." And this is what I be telling y'all. As long as God is with you, that's all you need to worry about. I don't care how big your enemy is. I don't care how long he had plagued you, he, she, whatever form it takes, whatever situation it is. I don't care how long it been plaguing you. This is what you need to know. The angel appeared to the Lord. God is just so comforting. He will appear to you in your time of distress, in your time of warfare. He will appear to you. So the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. And keep in mind, Gideon is not fighting. He's not fighting in some type of war. He's not actively doing anything except for the fact that he was working and serving the Israelites, okay? So that's what he was doing. He was busy doing what he's supposed to have been doing, but he wasn't like no great commander, great general fighting in a war or nothing. But the angel appeared to him and said, the Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. And for y'all that might not know what valor is, I was like, I got to look this up, make sure I'm saying it right. Um, Valor means courage, fearlessness, and bravery. Valor means courage, fearlessness, and bravery, especially in battle. And again, Gideon was hiding the stuff from the Midianites. He wasn't facing them like head on or anything. So you would be like, wait, is he really fearless? Because he was hiding, hiding his stuff from hiding the stuff on many nights instead of fight literally fighting back at them but you're gonna see because it wasn't time yet but it's about to be time for him to come against these many nights but anyway the angel appeared before him saying the lord is with thee thou mighty man of valor and so what i i, I need y'all to see is what gideon is about to tell him and gideon said unto him oh my lord if the lord be with us why then is all this befalling us? Like they really own them. And where be all the miracles which our fathers told us of, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord hath forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might. Go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have not I sent thee? Because he already, God already told him before. I am with thee. So, and he said, this will Gideon telling the angel, Oh my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. Listen what he's telling the angel. Gideon telling the angel, Hey, my family is poor, 
and I'm the least in our family. And the Lord said unto him, Surely I be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. So I want y'all to get the context of what I'm saying. The improbable warrior. Because why is it improbable, which means not likely to happen? The man Gideon just said, my family is poor and I'm the least in my family. So I want to encourage y'all on today because there's some Gideons, there's some Gideons that's hiding right now. That, that, that they're not out here warring in the spirit like they should be, but God is raising them up. And I need to, I need to just tell y'all some things because me, I always been the odd one in the family. Some of them will call me the black sheep. But like I tell y'all, like I tell them, oh no, I'm now the white sheep. Glory to God. But anyway, uh, some may call you the odd one in the family, the, the black sheep of the family. They might call you the weird one. They might call you the stubborn one. But I'm telling you, these God, God, some of these qualities God has placed in you, and he wants to use you for his glory. You are the unlikely, the improbable warrior. And so it's like you kind of hide it, like they say, in plain sight. Because they don't think that it's going to be you. But it is you. Because, and let me tell you what stubborn means. I got called this a lot when I was younger. Still probably now. And I am stubborn, but on a good way. I was a bad way stubborn in my childhood and some of my adulthood but now i'm a good way stubborn let me tell you what stubborn means determined not to change one's attitude or position or something determined not to change one's attitude or position or something difficult to move and so now i am stubborn when it comes to the things of god like my belief in god According to the Holy Scriptures, oh, I'm stubborn on that. I'm not moving my position. I believe holiness is right because God said, be ye holy, for I am holy. Holiness is right because the Bible say a highway shall be there and a way, and it shall be called the way of holiness. Glory to God. So I'm 100% that sure, according to Scripture, that holiness is the way. I'm 100%, I'm 100% sure and not changing my attitude or position that you must be born again of the water and the spirit means meaning you must repent be baptized in the name of jesus christ receive the holy ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues glory to god i am fully convinced of that that happened in my life the scriptures came alive in my life and now i can live holy i can be holy as he is because i have the holy ghost living inside of me so that's why i am fully convinced on what i believe so i'll be like still trying to wonder about these people that said other religions how you gonna be convinced that your religion is right but you still cussing how you gonna be convinced that your religion is right but it haven't changed your life. You still partying, you still clubbing, you still drinking, you still getting high, you still smoking, you still hating, you still harboring unforgiveness, you still sleeping with people that's not your wife, you still masturbating, pornography, you still doing all of this on the regular, but you think your church is right. And I'm talking about they not teaching against this because some churches is teaching against it 
but you just not obeying what's being taught. So, so, so that's them different. But I'm talking about your pastor be like just with like like avoiding the scriptures on Acts two thirty eight and in John three and talking about something you just believe in your heart and you say say this prayer you say, but you still filthy in your sins. So no, I'm stubborn when it comes to what I believe because it's more than a religion, a bunch of set of rules, a, a bunch of rules that I'm following. No, see, the Holy Ghost changed my life. I have relationship and religion because my relationship with God is what helps me to obey his word because I love him. The Bible says, if you love me, keep my commandments. That's New Testament for you. So I have relationship and religion. I don't just do religion to make God happy. Not just, just, just like here, make God happy. No, like it's, it's more than that. I do it because I love him. That's why I'm doing it. The love of God in me helps me to obey his word because he loved me first. And yes, I do want to please my Lord and Savior. So it's not grievous for me to obey his word. Okay, so I'm stubborn when it comes to that. So anyway, some of y'all, and I see this in a lot of the children that I deal with, and I'm like, oh my gosh, if they would just flip sides and join God's side, they would be awesome in the kingdom of God. Because those are the ones that God really want to use. Those odd ones, the ones that people call black sheep, the one that's unlikely to be the candidate, that be the one that God have cho chose and anointed glory to God is to do a great work for him and that's why Satan try to keep them down Satan try and then as they go into adulthood Satan try to keep them in sin so they will not they will not take hold of the abundant life God had for them or to do what God have called them to do which is a great work but Satan blinds them to that and only have pleasure in front of them and what they want to do and how they want to do it instead of conforming to the image of christ they do what they want to do but i'm telling y'all pray for them because I, I i'm praying i am praying because what's most of all like i said in one of my posts i'm praying for kingdom men to rise up because they are rare and i'm not just talking about kingdom men kingdom women is rare i thank the lord that i'm one of them but they are rare because i'm out here talking to people and i'm like oh my god so kingdom women is where kingdom men is where so i'm praying for both but i'm telling y'all the improbable warrior in this particular setting was gideon but i'm relating it to now and it, it, it don't matter what background because the angel spoke to gideon before he was fighting in battle the mighty man of valor you have to, that's why us as parents, we have to speak to our children. We have to speak over our children. I don't care who the father was. I don't care what they doing. No, you will be saved. You will receive the Holy Ghost. You will do the purpose that God has for your life. You will be excellent because we're going to do all things in excellence. You will succeed both naturally and spiritually. So we have to speak speak to what god is telling us say what god is telling us to speak but it don't matter like what background you have came from because it don't matter how your family is you might not have both your parents you might be growing up 
with grandparents, foster parents, adoptive parents, whoever. It don't matter your background. God can still use you mightily for his glory. Because And again, a lot of times, the devil will try to make how you're growing up, the environment you're growing up with, and try to let you focus on the negative side so you can't become who God wants you to become in him. But you got to be like, wait, I, God must put something in me strong enough to withstand this and he can use whatever I'm going through for his glory. And I know a lot of times children don't understand that. But you got to know if, if I'm in this situation, God will help me to overcome it. God will help me through it. So it don't matter your family background. It don't matter how your parents was. You don't have to be like that. You can be a child of God. Okay. Religious. Like your family may wasn't religious. You can still be a child of God because it's like say yourself from this untoward generation. Like I don't care what kind of religion that your parents was. You know good well. These other religions, organized religions, not changing lives. Because I've came in contact with people from several other religions. I'm like, your life not changed. You just going to the church building, but there's no change. You're not even excited about going to the church building. I'm not about to go to a church building every Sunday, Wednesday, that I'm not late. I'm not excited, and I know, because I know every time I go, like, look, when I go on Sunday, I'm going to hear a word from the Lord. And I'm not going to be in no type of faith that I'm not excited to live. Like, I'm excited about living holy. I love the life I live. I'm living the life I love. It's nothing boring about this. It may seem boring to other people because I'm not sinning, and I'm not worldly. But I love the life I live because I know I'm pleasing God. And so anyway, it don't matter what religion you have came from. You can be born again on today. You can be a child of God. You can let God use you mightily for his glory. It don't matter if you're rich or poor. It don't matter if you're middle class. It don't matter if you went to jail. God is calling you a mighty woman or a mighty man of valor. You got to come out. Of this day of these dead religions, you got to come away from what you think is right. Because God is saying, My ways is not your ways, my thoughts is not your thoughts. You are a mighty man or a mighty woman of valor. You are a kingdom woman of God. You are a kingdom man of God. And you need to rise up on today. I'm calling out the calling. Calling to the backsliders. It's time for you to come back home. Because a lot of y'all to let people drive you out of your kingdom position. You need to come back in the name of Jesus Christ. You are a mighty man of valor. You are a mighty woman of valor. And I'm dead not going to let the devil and somebody drive me out of my position of royalty. To go back to the devil. And filth got me messed up. And I'm going to keep telling y'all, just because people do wrong that may go to a church building, that should never drive you away from Christ. See, I love God. I love God. So, and the church is not the building. It's the body of Christ. And so, just because a person that claimed to be a part of the church did something wrong to you, you're going to leave God and the church 
God, the gates of hell won't prevail against the church. But if you're not part of the church, the gates of hell will prevail against you. Okay. So if you, you, you really need to get your mind right and come back to the Lord. Because it's not worth letting, letting up. So a person that been used by the devil, again, drive you away from the greatness that God has within you and called you to do. It makes no sense, but we're going to go on. So I'm speaking to the warrior in you. And like in this story, the angel spoke to the warrior in Gideon. You are a mighty man of valor is what she said. Or the angel, I'm just saying the angel said. And so I'm saying you are a mighty man of valor. You are a mighty woman of valor. And so he spoke to that. And so anyway, and then he confirmed that the Lord saying, the Lord confirmed that I will be with you and you're going to smite the Midianites as one man. That's all you got to know. And that's all I keep telling myself to kill. Long as God is with you, who can be against you? Nobody can stand up against the almighty God. And that's what you got to tell yourself. If God is for me, ain't nothing else I need to say. If God didn't tell me he was with me and he called me to do this and go forth, I'm going to go forth. Because I got the power within me. I have been authorized and approved by my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to go. So I'm going to go and I'm going to speak and I'm going to do what my God has called me to do. And that's how y'all have to be. Make sure God is with you. And that don't mean you're going to have a whole fleet behind you or beside you. Because you're going to see later on, he began, Gideon began to gather troops to fight. But then God kept telling, oh, it's too many. It's too many. So, no, having a lot of friends or having a lot of supporters, a lot of times is not proof that God is with you. You better know with a surety because Gideon asked um, the angel, God, or the angel, you can say the angel or God, however, because anyway, angels are created by God. So, anyway. He asked them, like he did certain, asked him to show him certain signs to confirm that this is what he wanted to do. So God will confirm to you that, hey, this is what I called you to do. This is the assignment I want you to do. He will confirm it to you. But when he tell you to go, you got to go. When he confirms it to you, you got to go. So anyway, I want y'all to be encouraged. I did not want to make this long because I really want us to get the point that um, God spoke to the warrior and Gideon and called him the mighty man of valor. As in, I'm speaking to you today. I don't care what situation. It's time for you to rise up, get out that dirt, get out that mud and come to Christ because God is with you. And it just, I, I'm so excited because there's, is so much that God want to do through so many of the people that I see that's sitting on what God have called them to do. And it's like, ain't no way you got to rise up because God is like, I'm calling people out because as in this story with Gideon, there are some altars that need to be torn down. And every time I think about Lord, I thank you because I know you chose me for such a time as this. And what I'm telling y'all, even to the backsliders, because the calling that God had for you is still there. God still wants you to complete that purpose that he created you for. 
Now, you the one went all the way around the marigold bush and went back and forth, back and forth, and prolonged your time or, or process, but your purpose have not changed. Because, as in the Bible, I love the scripture in Jeremiah 1, like before, before, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. So all of us are not prophets. Okay. All of us are not prophets, but, but some of us are, okay. Some of us are prophets, but whatever God called you to do, he did it before he formed you in the belly. So even though you have made some bad decisions, you have made some bad mistakes. God is saying my purpose still remain the same for you. I've created you for this purpose and I need you to complete your kingdom assignment here on earth. So we can't look at it as who, or even you that have not been saved yet. Ooh, I went to jail. Ooh, I did this. I did that. I did some horrible things in my life, but God had brought me to the scripture some years ago and be like, Hey, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. So he knew me. He knew all about me. And before I came out my mother's womb, he ordained me and he sanctified me to do what I'm doing today. He ordained me and he sanctified me to be who I am today. And so you have to be confident in that and stop letting yourself, stop letting people talk down on you and rise up, repent, rise up and be who God has called you to be. Because the days is short and we need some bold, stubborn people. Because I'm telling y'all, it's too many sugary cowards. And I'm going to do a whole video about how cowards is going to the lake of fire. It's too many cowards in the church building. They won't. Eat, they can lie, lie, sing. They can preach and teach in the church building. But when it comes to standing up for being against certain things that God is against, you will hear their mouth. You 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 won't even hear their mouth talking, cause they can't stand up for the, what they believe in out in these streets. Man, what is it to be up in a church flopping and flipping, teaching and preaching? If when you get out there, you ashamed of Christ and His Word. If you when you get around your family members and they all saying something against the Word of God, you can't say nothing. Mute. You mute them, but you can be up in the church building where all of us speaking the same thing, talking, preaching, and singing, and flopping up and down the aisles. I said, this is a bunch of mess. And then us that is bold about this life, you think, you think they encourage and support the ones that's bold about this life? No. Again, you don't hear a mumbling word. So I'm like, ain't no way. This is not how God's church operate. <sighs> But, but you know what? The ones that claim be say what they're gonna support, you gonna support that something that's happening up in the world. You gonna support that? Cause I'm like I'm seeing and I seen one. That's why I was like I'm so thankful for how I know I'm not the only one. I seen some people on my Facebook saying this like you you congratulate marriages, babies being born, graduations, all of this. Y'all sharing, you liking, you congratulating, high-fiving, whatever you want to say. But when people are on here genuinely teaching, preaching, doing the will of God, speaking the words of God, 
You don't support that. You don't encourage that. But you will encourage, because see all this worldly stuff, houses, cars, marriages, um, um, obtaining diplomas and um, uh, degrees, guess what? That's only going to be okay for now. But eternity, none of that stuff is going with you in eternity. So it's like if you didn't do what God called you to do, if your soul wasn't right, you're going to hell with all that. So that's why I'm on here like, hey, I'm trying to, I'm telling you, you need to be born again. You got to live holy. And that is what I'm going to keep pushing. And my fellow Facebook friends, shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all that's on fire for God. I mean, it's some young ones on here on fire for God. It's some young adults on here on fire for God. And shout out to y'all. Every time I see it, I'm going to like, I'm going to support because you doing the work of the Lord. And so I don't want you to get discouraged. And these people that be like, you doing too much. Facebook is not for that. That devil is a lie. Any platform where you can glorify God, that's what you need to be doing. Because these people ain't glorifying themselves. So why why we can't glorify God? I'm going to glorify God on today and every day of the year. Glory to God. And I'm not saying it's nothing wrong with getting married. Because I, oh Lord, I pray that I get married one day. Getting married or having children or getting diplomas and, and, and all of this stuff. It's nothing wrong with that. The problem is we have saints all here that are congratulate and support that more than they will support the holy word of God being spoken or even lived. They will support people that's in sin. That's all here looking like a hook or a prostitute more than they will support. So they'll be like, "Woo, something wrong with their spirit. That's what I'm telling y'all. I miss the old days because these people that's claiming to be saints these days, they worldly, they carnal. And I'm telling you, they, they are more concerned about worldly possessions, worldly goods, worldly status than they are concerned about heavenly things and being kingdom minded. I'm like, this is a shame. But God's remnant is getting together because, again, I see it's only a few. But I thank God for y'all. Y'all few. Y'all be encouraged and keep repping God. Face on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you at, keep repping God. And most of all, live a life because there's a lot of unauthorized people out here that speak in God's word, but they unauthorized because they don't have no Holy Ghost power and they're not even living holy. But I know it's some of y'all on here that's filled with the Holy Ghost and repping Jesus in life. Glory to God. Keep doing what you're doing. Glory to God. So anyway, in this story, Gideon also had to tear down some of his father's altars. So that's why I'm that's why I like you stubborn ones. Like, like you may was stubborn as a young child, but you was you you gonna do that to not be moved when God tell you to move. When God tell you to move or don't move, you're gonna do what God tell you to do. Like your attitude gonna be like, you ain't changing. So when God told him to to tear down these altars, I don't care who it is. And so that's why I see y'all. I just thank the Lord because when I was younger, I was stubborn on doing the wrong thing. I was disobedient. Lord, I'm sorry. I'm not saying that it's a brag. But um, 
I was bent on it. If this is what I wanted to do, I was going to do it. I didn't care about what nobody said about it, what nobody else thought about it. If everybody was against me, I didn't care. Because if I wanted to do it, I was going to do it. And, and look, that's how the way it was going to be. And I didn't care who it was. And so in this story... Gideon had to stand up even against his father. And I'm not saying I'm standing up against my father. Please don't anybody take this out of context because this has nothing to do with my father. I'm using this to say that it can be some of your family that you're going to have to stand up against and tell somebody some, some of what you do may cross them. And you got to know this is the work of the Lord. And it don't matter if you my family or my friend. It don't matter. This is what God said. And you got to do what God said. And so anyway. So Gideon had to tear down the altars of Baal. Um, that his father had built or whatever. So today I want to match that up. Hold on. Today God is calling some of y'all up. Y'all y'all men up to be kingdom men. The women up to be kingdom women and mighty warriors. Because we got to tear down some of these altars of the devil. It's too much going on. And it's it, it's too much going on. In plain sight. And we got to speak up. And we got to cast out some of these demons. And we got to tear down some of these altars. In the name of Jesus Christ. And you know it. When you do not address things, it festers, it grows, and it gets worse. And that's why we're going to open it up, and we're going to expose it, and then we're going to tear it down in the name of Jesus Christ. Let me tell y'all some altars we're going to tear down. we tearing down the altars of adultery and witchcraft. Adultery and witchcraft. That's going to include fraternities and sororities. Fraternities and sororities. Masons. Horoscopes, fortune telling, spells, voodoo, careers, money, fame, status, people, even yourself. These dumb arts need to get torn down in the name of Jesus Christ. Also, this form of godliness and hypocrisy needs to get torn down in the name of Jesus Christ. And I'm telling you, he raised it. Oh, glory to God. God is raising up a great army. Hallelujah. That's going to be unashamed. They're not going to be cowards. They're going to speak out against it. Glory to God. And they're going to tear it down in the name of Jesus Christ. And he's raising them up on today. Glory to God. I thank God for raising me up for his glory. I'm telling y'all. We can't play with this because the enemy is so susceptible. So susceptible. Subtle. And he's a deceiver. And people, they be like, oh, it's not wrong with fraternity subversion. I'm just joining this for networking. I'm just joining so I can do more community service. But yet, and still, you worshiping an idol. You worshiping a Greek or Roman god. Because it's, it's on a very emblem that you be wearing on your shirt or whatever you wear. It's on a very emblem. And really, Greek organizations? Hmm. Come on now, don't be dumb. We got to be smart. We can't be ignorant of Satan devices. You're worshiping a God, but it's not our one true God. You have to do things that contradict your the life that you're talking about you living. We're supposed to be holy. So please, you want to network? Network with the body of Christ. We have a whole organization, which is the kingdom of God. Let's network that way. 
Let's do community service with the body of Christ. The church was supposed to be God's hands, feet, mouth. Glory to God. But anyway, the, the enemy is so subtle, subtle. And that's what I'm telling y'all. Y'all better watch our children because we turn down the altar of this music. It's getting in their head. You see these kids out here killing, shooting. All of this disobedience is on the rise. A lot of it is demonic. They are losing their minds. It's demonic. We got to tear down these altars of Baal that the devil have set up. We got to tear them down. Especially as form of godliness when you think you go huck a buck up in the church. But when you get out, you cussing somebody out. You get out, you talking about somebody. You get out. I'm like, what is this? What is this? You can be unified. I'm telling y'all, you these folk can be unified with the world at their job, everywhere else. But when you come in a church where realness is at, you can't be unified with that. You ain't saved like you think you are. So I'm telling y'all, we got to pull down these altars of hypocrisy and a form of godliness. Because it's, it's a form because, again, you know what to say, you know how to say it. But yet you still live a worldly lifestyle. You still live a sinful lifestyle. That's why it's a form of God. Because that power is not operating in your life. And we're going to pull it down. And God is raising up some mighty men and some mighty women. That's again, unashamed and bold. Like I am unashamed to look holy. And most of all, to be holy. Call me grandmama. Call me whatever you want to call me. Glory to God. But I'm a child of the king. And I'm telling y'all, y'all got to walk in y'all Holy Ghost power. You got to live in a beauty of holiness because it's so beautiful. It is so beautiful. So anyway, I wanted to encourage y'all the improbable warrior. And I'm telling y'all, we go. I'm telling y'all how we warn in the spirit. We go out down on our knees in prayer or whatever position you have. Glory to God. We interceding for our children. We interceding, glory to God, for our neighbors, our communities, the school, the church, ourselves. We interceding, glory to God. We fasting before the Lord God for a change. Hallelujah. Lord, for him to fill with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. It don't matter who it is. Everybody needs the Holy Ghost power. Everybody needs to be born again of the water and the spirit. We are praying, glory to God, for a mighty move of God. And see, some of these, hey, hallelujah, some of these authors got to be torn down and destroyed before God can usher in his spirit, glory to God. And God's going to do it. God going to use us to tear down these authors. And so I'm thanking God for the ones that he's raising up. Hey. They ain't going to look like your common people. And I thank God for it because some of these people that have been going to the church building, they're too comfortable. They're too comfortable. They got same old, same old rituals. But no, God is calling some people off the streets. Glory to God. God is calling them. Glory to God. And they dead religious. God calling them out them dead churches. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So they can become a, a part of the one true church. And they're going to rise up. And they're going to be about this life. Because I've been seeing these testimonies about how God had delivered people from drugs and all of these things. All different things. And God had raised them up. And now they're on the streets preaching and teaching. See, it don't matter what background you come from. Your mama could have 
been a crackhead. Your daddy could have been a drug dealer. But God has said, I'm calling you on today to be saved and to be born again. Thou mighty man of valor. Thou mighty woman of valor. Rise up. Rise up. Because God is calling you on today. It don't matter what nobody say. God will clean you up. He'll wash you. He'll sanctify you. He'll make you new. Rise up and be about your father, Jesus Christ's business. Be about your father's business. Glory to God. So anyway, I pray that this encourage somebody on today. But I'm telling y'all, y'all got to rise up in Jesus' name because it is, it's, it's just too much. It is too much going on for us to be silent and for us not to be fighting in the spirit. And again, getting another way we fight is through the word of God. You got to know this word and you have to live the word of God. Because again, when you come around Satan, they're going to recognize it. The, the evil spirit in them is going to recognize that. And it's going to bother some people. But this is spiritual warfare. And you got to stand on the word of God. Because that's, that's the only way demons going to get cast out. That's the only way that the sick going to be healed. Is if you stand on God's holy word. And he is raising up young people, young adults, adults. He's raising them up. And I need y'all not to be ashamed. Not to be afraid. In the face of danger. Because some people, excuse me, some people over in other countries. They're not really getting persecuted for the cause of Christ. We haven't really dealt with that seriously here. So for people to talk about you, laugh at you, that's nothing. When people is literally having to hide the worship or they might die. No. So, no, you can take it. So anyway, God is calling you up. I'm telling you, don't let people put you down any longer. And I wanted to share how um, when I was younger, we used to play, you know, like have services, play having a church service. And I used to always like to be the one to teach, like, always be the one to teach or to bring the word to my cousins like we was playing everything and i looked back i brought that back to my memory about that like how like he was birthing that you know that 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 how that was already in me like but satan came and he offered me things and i accepted it as an adult and then it took me down the downward spiral but how because of the prayers of my parents and their holy life, God brought me back to what I all for to the purpose that I always had inside of me, and that was to speak God's word. Glory to God. And so I'm telling y'all, it's in you. That greatness is in you. You cannot allow the devil to suppress it or yourself to suppress it or people to suppress it because God God will give you what you need. It's in you what you need to fulfill the call, to fulfill the assignment on your life. Don't look at what's around you. Don't look at what you have. You have what it takes within. And God will bring to you what you need to fulfill his call. All you got to know is, hey, did God tell me to go? Did God send me? Did God say he was going to be with me? Okay, I'm going. I'm doing. I'm going to do what God called me to do. I'm going to be who he called me to be. Don't let people put labels on you. Because I'm like, I don't care what people call me. I know what God called me to do. I know who God called me to be. So I don't care what position or title you try to put on me or withhold from me. I know what God called me to do. And I'm going to do it with all my heart, mind, and soul. And I'm going to be who he called me to be. Because the devil will send people in your life to like belittle you, 
so you can't fulfill the call that God has placed on your life. He'll, people around you, they can see that, hey, that's so special about that young lady or young man, but because they're jealous or you're not like them, they'll deliberately do things against you, work against you, ignore you, or do whatever. But if you know that God has called you to do this and be this, you better do what God called you to do. Because I remember some times that God had led me to speak a word at a place. And people was like, she shouldn't have said that. She shouldn't have said it like this. She should have said it like this. But I spent time in the presence of God. And he prepared me what he wanted me to say at this particular event. So I didn't get a lot of pats on the back. I didn't I didn't hardly get no pats on the back, okay? Of of nothing. But God had comforted me in my spirit and said, like, you did or you said what I told you to say. Glory to God. And that is all I needed to hear. I even on all the negative voices that was around me. All I need to hear was what God told me. God confirmed that I told you to say this. And so I thank God for it. So anyway, I want y'all to be encouraged. Um, you are the improbable warrior. And Satan knows it. That's why he's trying to keep you down. That's why he want to keep you in his kingdom. That's why he want to keep you out here on the streets. That's why he want to keep you from doing, from being holy and doing what God has called you to do. Because you're the improbable warrior and you're going to do great. You're going to do great things in the kingdom of God. You need to rise up and you need to be who God has called you to be. And, and surrender. Just surrender to God. Yes, Lord. I will answer your call. I'll do what you call me to do. Because you don't want to be a Jonah. He went the opposite way. And a great fish swallowed him up. And then he ended up having to do what God told him to do anyway. So do what God has told you to do. Be who he has called you to be because you are the improbable, improbable warrior. I don't care what people to say. I don't care how they try to hold you down. Even your own thoughts. You got to cast them down and bring them to the obedience of Christ. You can do this. You can do all things through Christ. And uh, that strengthens you. You got, you have what it takes to do this. Now rise up and be about it. Well, anyway, y'all have a great, great rest of y'all day. Peace out.